Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. <laughs> T, how are you? I'm great. And how are you? I'm so mellow, man. You're so mellow. I'm so mellow. With that Red Bull, you're mellow? <laughs> Way to put me on blast, T. Well, it's sitting there right in front of me. That is how tired I am. Mm. The Red Bull gods didn't even give me wings. (laughs) Ah, Red Bull, Red Bull. Dude, I don't even know what made me go for Red Bull today. I don't know. I just saw it at the 7-Eleven. I was like, yes. Okay. (laughs) That's happening. Also, can we take a second? Red Bull has gotten stupid expensive. Oh, yeah? It's like fucking like five dollars a can dude Whoa. like are we kidding ourselves like what is this a luxury item it's really not it's so stupid it is it's truly stupid like kids don't drink red bull <laughs> just don't <laughs> take it from your old auntie lady J. auntie <laughs> auntie J. that sounds funny <laughs> auntie J. it's like it's like the antidote to J. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All Uh, right. Let's get into this turd of an ep. All right. Damn it. This show was on such a hot streak. Man, you're giving it away. I'm showing my cards too soon, but I don't care. It's it's okay. I'm with you. Uh, Even the title. Like, oh, my God. Okay. This is episode 904 Uh titled, and bear with me, folks. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Could I sound more white? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? Okay. Um, So, you know, in in the credits. No. No, Yes. (laughs) Don't be a dick. I don't watch them anymore. Skip intro. Thank you very much. I know, but I did for the first episode, right? Like of 901? Yeah. Yeah. So. Because there there was no skip intro option on that. Yeah. Weirdly. Go on. So. As I'm watching it, like, there's this one shot of Martin and Kevin walking with their sunglasses on. Yeah. So I was like, oh, is that going to be where they grab that, like, image from Bad Boys, Bad Boys, what you're going to do? I'm thinking there's going to be, like, a cop situation. I know. It's like, it's like, with a title like this, if you don't make it about cops, I don't know what you're doing. Exactly. And then, of course, it's such a letdown. That didn't happen. I was waiting to laugh. Honestly, I don't even know what this title means. I don't know. If you think about it. What is it? What is it even referring to? I don't Harry? know. Harry? <laughs> like, please. Oh, Harry. Trip on this, though. Mm. So on Amazon, mm-hmm. the episode is called Bad Boy, Bad Boys, What You Gonna Do? Mm. But on the DVD and on Amazon, it's Bad Boys, Bad Boys. So I'm going with Bad Boys, Bad Boys. But weirdly, yeah. Amazon... Wait, <laughs> that was the weird inflection. Amazon. Amazon was bad boy, bad boys, which is huh. stupider. <laughs> Maybe um, even more nonsensical than an already nonsensical title. Um, yeah. Okay. The Amazon Prime spoilie is Eric and Annie help a pregnant teen. Okay. We've seen this happen many yeah, times. Really like shocking. Um, the DVD description is a pregnant girl asks Eric to find adoptive parents for her baby. Simon finally faces the brother of the teenage who, teenager who was killed in the car accident. Mm. So, like, okay. <laughs> sure. So, okay. Completely skated over the whole Ruthie storyline mm-hmm. or the Harry storyline, as yeah. it were. Because um, clearly it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I also... 
have no recollection of what Lucy does in this episode. <laughs> like she wants to place an order on a few things. Oh, and the whole thing with her class and okay. Yeah. I have some opinions about that, thank you very much, mm-hmm. which we'll get into. Um where should we start? Should we t- start with Simon? Yeah. All right. Safe bet. So Simon is continuing his therapy yeah. trip. Um we see him in the I guess lobby, like antechamber of yeah. Dr. Gibson's office. Mm-hmm. Um rocking out to headphones. That's yeah. the whole that's the two minute silent scene in this episode mm-hmm. is just him like singing along and rocking out to his exactly. or whatever. Like air guitar, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's like mouthing along too, mm-hmm. which is funny. It's like you you almost wish like you knew what the fuck he was listening Thank to. You. Because cause underneath all of his rocking out is like like seventh heaven score which like fuck you show that's not what it is not at all so and of course the camera angles it's just just like you know it's yeah it's like it's like they're like prepping the audience for like some big reveal yeah fairly i mean it honestly it would have been a bigger reveal if we knew who the fuck this kid looked like if we if we recognized this person i didn't i because didn't we see him once? No, we've we never, never seen, seen this person. Huh. We never are confronted with him. Yeah. Because we only hear about him in the abstract. Like, yeah. remember, Simon doesn't want to go to school and mm-hmm. face him. The parents are like, we don't want Simon to go to school and face him, yeah. whatever. But we never meet this guy. Mm-hmm. So he's rocking out and then he turns around and there's this guy there like yeah. coming out of Dr. Gibson's office. Mm-hmm. And Simon's like, no, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, basically. Basically saying, like, go away, just go. Oh, that's true. Like, he's, he's like, just go away. And it's almost like, like, you don't know what what's happening. Yeah. Because you don't know this person. So then we realize it's the older brother of the kid who died in, yeah. in Simon's car accident. Um, and they have to face each other for mm-hmm. the first time. And... Justin appears to be in a real good place, y'all. Yeah. He's like not found angry. God. <laughs> yeah. Like he's not doing drugs. He's going to therapy, clearly. Um, he's not angry, as you said. He's super magnanimous, basically. Yeah. And Simon rightfully is was like cautious at first. Yeah. But seeing how chill he, Justin is, is like cool dude (laughs) like but i mean okay we're sort of skating over it he he says a lot of things in that moment simon does like Mm -hmm. about how um he can't even he's not comfortable past that corner yeah he's not comfortable getting on a bike he 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 gets nervous whenever he sees someone on a bike like so there's a lot of uh, trauma yeah ptsd yeah exactly and he's sharing all this with justin and Justin's like, listen, man, like, if you ever want to talk or, like, whatever, like, I'm here for you, which, like, again, super magnanimous yeah. for a dude, you know. Yeah, he's like, we can meet up. He goes, I'll, I'll let you decide. Like, yeah, kind of not. I don't even want to say olive branch because it's not like anything. Ha- no one. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's not. He's not being like, let's be best friends. Yeah. But he's also just like letting Simon know, like. It's water under the bridge. There's no ill will here. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to kill you. Sorry about that. uh, Yeah. Sorry about all those threats. And he's saying how him and his family are closer now. Mm -hmm. 
he seems to be in a good place. Yeah. You know, and and he also says something to the effect of like his like they found meaning in his brother's death. Yeah. You know, and like it came uh, like it led to some sort of good at the very yeah. least for him and his family, which, mm-hmm. again, is a really great place to be. Yeah. A year after, you know, his death or whatever. Exactly. So good for him, mm-hmm. you know. And um, Simon, at some point later in the episode too, like we see him like meet up with Justin to go yeah. for a bike ride. Yeah. And it's sort of like Simon sort of like letting go, I think, mm-hmm. of his demons yeah. too in that moment. Of- and like Justin is hanging back in a way. Like you see Simon yeah, taking Sim- the lead. Yes, Simon gets ahead of him. Yeah. That, that's also probably just like a director, like like exactly. a camera angle thing, right? But um, but yeah, like it's it's this nice little thing for Simon to sort of be able to like let go of yeah. his trauma, his whatever, mm-hmm. and and also like share in the good vibes that Justin is clearly feeling. Yeah. You know? Um, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. But the other half of what Simon's dealing with is um, basically s- sort of coming up against the fact that like he needs to go back to school. Yeah. You know, like he can't not go to school. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like talking to his dad in the office or whatever. So far, dad, the consequences have been that I've reexamined my life and I've realized why I was doing what I was doing, which is crazy because I'm not a bad person. And you know, so now yeah, if I continue doing what I'm doing. It'll be for the right reasons. Like marriage? Do you really want me to get married at 19? No, but I really want you to wait until you find someone you're madly in love with who's a good person and whose life complements yours. And then marry her after you're both out of college and then have sex. I mean, not a bad thing, I guess, to aspire to, you know? Yeah. Minus the marriage part, I guess. Because I just I just don't believe in waiting, but mm-hmm. but I do believe in the idea that like you should be a little madly in love with the person you're fucking. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's it's like what we said in the last episode. It's like if you start from a place where you're having sex, like where do you go from there? Exactly. You know? Um, and I feel like also the whole Georgia thing is off the table too, because like she doesn't really come up. No, not at all. Not in and it. Yeah. yeah, like, so whatever, like, hint of a relationship they hinted at in the last episode, like, seems to have Not, disappeared yeah. in this one. Exactly. Which I'm all about, because I don't need to see Georgia ever again. Like, I'm done with that whole mm-hmm. shit. Um, so... And then, and then Eric's like, "Oh, here's a check. <laughs> like, I'm guessing yeah. you need some money. I mean, all of which is basically just to like lay the groundwork for like the relationship is relatively like or pretty much repaired. Yeah, with him and his family, and and then also with the whole demons and trauma thing too. At, by the end of the episode, it seems like Simon is just in a better place mm-hmm. and like ready to like face his world. Yeah, but it's just interesting as he's leaving Eric's office. This young lady walks in who's pregnant you guys played by amanda fuller Mm. do you know who she is not really whenever i see her face i'm like dude and you've done a lot of things but why can't i play so she was one of the stars of um last man standing which is a show i never watched but never mind i know who she is from last man standing yeah you watch that show i watched a couple episodes shut up really yeah 
Who does she play on that show? The daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, is she like troubled? No. Well, no. She She's kind of like a... I don't know. I kind of like her ballsy attitude. Okay. Yeah. I know all, her. all the sisters are, are something interesting. I know her from the most recent season of Orange is the New Black. Oh, shit. Which in which she plays a fucking psychopath okay. who honestly kind of annoyed me because she's so much of a psychopath. Oh, shit. You know, that kind of a character like um, brings out my anxiety. Like when I can't. When when the character is so unpredictable and so just like crazy, like yeah. truly like sociopathic, like it makes me anxious. Yeah, I'm, because I'm like I don't know what you're gonna do, and I don't I don't know how to be around you, and the whole thing just gives me anxiety. So clearly, she did a good job. Well, right. <laughs> um. Anyway, so when I saw her, I was like, Oh my god, she's such a baby. Yeah. Like, look at her. So yes, go on. She walks in. Yeah, so she walks in, and the shit that Simon says. I honestly believed it, though, because Eric's face doesn't deny it. Yeah, it doesn't. And, like, Lucy also kind of, like, calls him out on that shit, too, because she assumed that's why she came in at the right time. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, was that just, like, a lesson for Simon? But to hear Simon say it, like, so bluntly, also in front of her, like... That poor girl did not need to your debt like the lashing of your you know yeah yeah I mean especially because it's not true like yeah but again their reactions you guys just so weird clear she walks in and she's like oh I'm pregnant and Simon's like let me guess my dad has you come in here so as like to warn me against having premarital sex or whatever yeah and Eric's face is like oops <laughs> like well it's almost like I got caught and then and then you see Amanda Folder's face. And she's like, and she's looking at Eric like, mm, you done stepped in it now. Like, yeah. It's like, so he's right. And then yeah. you realize that he's not, mm-hmm. but they didn't do anything to help that situation either. No. Like in that moment. Um, uh, yeah. So she comes in and then we learn basically that this is the first time they're meeting. Like, yeah. This so, is the first time she met Eric. Yeah. So she's like, what, like eight months or whoever the fuck pregnant. Yeah. And she needs to give up the baby because basically her mom told her like not to come back to the house till she's given up the baby or whatever. And she wants to go to college and stuff. Mm -hmm. So she kind of intellectually knows it's the right thing to do. Yeah, She has a lot of things lined up Uh of how she wants to go about her life and how to get there and whatever. And she says she can't, she can't do any of those things and provide for a baby. And she can't, and she knows that she can't even provide for this baby. Right. So that's why I'm like, Super smart girl. Yeah. I mean, the smarter solution would have been an emotion, but whatever. Like, I'm not going to go down that road because the show doesn't go down that road. So yeah. we're just going to nix that option off the table. But given the fact that now you're in this situation, I think it's perfectly logical for her to, or not even lo- logical, but like rational and sane yeah. and the right thing to do is to go, I'm going to give my baby up because yeah. I can't care for it. It's going to fuck up my plans for my, for my yeah. life. Like, you know? Yeah. And and then Eric, when when he's talking to Annie or whoever he's talking to, he's like, I think she's been given bad advice. And I'm like, what? So you want her to raise this baby as an unwed 19 year old mother? Like, yeah. are you stupid, dude? Like, what are you thinking? You shouldn't. Yeah. Like, the whole thing is just like so fucking backwards, dude. And besides that, she didn't come to you for for a lesson. Yeah. She all she said was, I want you to interview them. 
Yeah. The, well, the couples that she has narrowed it down to. Well, no, actually, she wants him to find couples, too. I thought, I thought she said, like, I narrowed it down to two. Oh, I didn't I didn't catch that part. You might be right. Yeah. You're and probably like, right. And she, and she doesn't really want to meet them. That's right. She just wants it done. That's right. And, and she kind of just wants to, like, not be involved. You know yeah, I mean? in Which, any of it. I mean, also, also her right. But here's my bigger problem with that is, like, aren't there agencies that do that? Exactly. Like, what did you have to find a priest? (laughs) Yeah. Or a pastor? Like, what's that about? Yeah. Like, and especially because she doesn't know him. So it's not like she's a member of the church and trusts him or whatever. They've never met each other before. Somebody threw Eric's name out and she was like, yes, that's who I want to interview parents. I'm like, that's what agencies are for. There's a whole, there's a whole child services department of the government that does this on the regs. Like, why'd you go to a priest? (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Apparently he might have better judgment. Whatever. (laughs) So, um, so he does so he's like okay but then he's almost like not into it i don't know what the fuck he's thinking but she goes into labor early early and unexpectedly before any interviews have happened yeah and while eric is indisposed Mm -hmm. so when she calls the house and annie picks up Mm -hmm. she's like i'm in labor i need someone to help me or whatever so annie gets involved yeah she goes to the to the hospital, to, right? To like be there for her, yeah. And the whole time, Annie's like, "Are you sure you don't want to call your mom or someone?" Yeah. And she's like, "No, my mom doesn't want to be here, whatever." Um, but meanwhile, Eric is going to talk to the father, yeah, of the kid who's some other eighteen-year-old weirdo, yeah, um, who had no clue she was even pregnant, yeah, because. Basically, I guess they were they and we learn from his parents that they've that they've been like together since they were kids. Kind of, yeah. You know, like one of those like childhood things mm-hmm. that then and then as soon as they hit 18, like she just dumped him, didn't want having to do anything with him. Yeah. And they say that they suspected she was pregnant, but that like the mom, like her mom never said anything, yeah. wouldn't give her give them access or whatever. So they just stayed away because you know, she she didn't want to be found, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they. She also mentioned how like his parents, the the father, mm-hmm. like his parents, kind of raised Leanne as well. Yeah, they, in their they house, keep saying like she she might as well be one of our own because yeah. these kids have been inseparable since they were kids, and you know they treated her as one of their own. Yeah, was she like, was always okay. part of the family. Yeah. And, but then the minute she backed away, they were like, well, I guess we're done with you. And Which is now, weird. yeah. And now are giving their son advice to just be like, listen, you don't have to participate in this. If you don't want to, like you have your whole life ahead of you. Like, yeah. you know, you don't have to be a part of this. And then the son's like, yeah, I do though. This is yeah. my kid. Like, like, what kind of chance does my kid have if I'm not there for it or whatever? Yeah. Like, the whole thing is just really weird. It like, is. All that... Con- I don't know, man. The it's a little incongruous. Yes. You know? Like, it doesn't really add up. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. She's one of your own, but, like, she's about to pop a baby, and you're like, okay, wash my hands with her? Yeah. That was fast. But then the, and then the father of the kid, the son, is like, no, I want to be there. 
And then somewhere, and then Annie's talking to her in the hospital as she's about to give birth and she's like in labor pains. Yeah. And Annie's like, don't you want to be there for this kid? And I'm like, Annie, you too? Like, what yeah. is happening? So basically, like in the middle of labor, Leanne decides that she doesn't want to give up the kid for adoption. Yeah. Even though two couples have already been interviewed. Yeah. <laughs> like, which Lucy hated one of them. Well, I have so much to say about Lucy in this episode. Let's just get into it. Might as well. <laughs> so Lucy comes into the office. It's the first day of her class that she's going to be teaching. Yeah. She shows up at the office and she's like, I know I'm early, but like Kevin needed the apartment. He's like, he's sleeping because he worked a late shift. Yeah. So I figured I'd just come here and get the lay of the land and whatever, make myself comfortable, which is a perfectly reasonable thing yeah. for the associate pastor to want to do. And Eric's like, oh, you're kind of cramping my style. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude. You know? I mean, to be fair, Lucy's just ordering shit off a catalog the yeah. whole time. Am I too loud? <laughs> she's like, does it come in pink? Which I hated too. The yeah. whole gender norm of like, blue only blue really i was like no. your girl can wear blue if she wants to you seriously know? like it's up to you to let her be okay in blue but anyway um so lucy's kind of like not really like respecting the office as yeah. it were. so eric is like annoyed so he leaves and then when now when she's alone this couple comes in yeah and they're like, oh, we're here to, to interview. And they just assume that Lucy's the girl who's giving up the baby because yeah. Lucy's pregnant. So then Lucy goes along with it for yeah. some reason. Right? All she had to be was like, oh, I'm not the one. Yeah. But I'll interview you as the associate pastor. Yeah. Uh, that's all she has to say. But she goes along with it and pretends mm -hmm. to be the mother interviewing them. Yeah. And they start asking a bunch of questions about like, are you are you talented? Do you have any skills? skills Do you yeah. think this kid will be gifted or whatever? What are your IQs? Yeah, yeah. Or any history of mental illness or yeah. whatever. Which again, relatively reasonable questions for adoptive parents to be yeah. asking. They're a little overzealous about it, which is why Lucy gets turned off. But I think it's fair for people to want to know if mental illness runs in your family. Yeah. You know, it's not like that crazy or whatever. Yeah. So she's like, you idiots. Like, what if I said that there wasn't any special skills in my family? Like, yeah. then what? You wouldn't want this kid. It's not good enough for you or whatever. Oh, God. I mean, and then the parents are like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> and they leave. Yep. So Lucy clocked them correctly, but it's like a little crazy. So she's like, y'all don't even deserve this baby. So they leave. And then... Yeah. The next couple are these like are like the real like yuppie types. It's so know? weird because I can't, I feel like I can't even remember the next couple. They so they come in and this time Lucy's like I'm not the mother but I'm interviewing. Okay? Yeah, like does the right thing on her part and they seem nice and everything. And she's like, oh, so, you know, like, oh, because they start talking about the restaurant or whatever. Yeah. And Lucy's like, oh, so like, you know, are you going to be able to take time off or whatever to have the kid or to raise the kid? And she's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I'm not taking any time off. We, we, we run two restaurants. Like, it's not about that. Yeah. We have nannies. We've got the best schools lined up. It's just, and also, we didn't want to have a baby of our own because, like, I can't be pregnant and out of commission, oh. <laughs> like, for nine months or whatever, and all the hassle. And then the husband says something about her figure, and I'm like, get the fuck out of oh, here, you God. fucking asshole. And she, but, but she's also like, yeah, I mean, my figure, though, <laughs> you know, like, they're both just like idiots. And so Lucy's like, 
no leave please like clearly y'all don't even are not cut out to be parents or whatever because they just they're just looking for like a trophy (laughs) like they're they're not even gonna raise this kid or whatever so basically thankfully for leanne the adoptive interviews fall to shit so when she decides that she wants to keep this baby it's not like anyone's gonna fight her over it you know what i mean so then so then she decides so then eric has to go tell her mom Mm -hmm. to be like you know like come be with your daughter because she needs you and da 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 and her mom's an idiot her mom yeah i couldn't believe almost like no love she says as much yeah she's like I mean, you know, I wasn't even really like there for her. I'm not a good mom. Like, I'm not yeah. cut out for it. I'm like, who are you? Like, yeah. what's happening right now? There seems to be no co like nothing yeah. in this episode. Like, what is ha- Like, it's all just bonkers. Mm-hmm. But then eventually, Eric gets her to come down there. Plus his parents, the yeah, father's parents, the, right? And then they're all outside of the room mm-hmm. while Leanne and the boy are in there while she's giving birth. And the yeah. parents are outside. And then the guy's parents are like, now listen, clearly the only option here is for them to get married, right? And then yeah. the, and the other one's like, well, hold on now. like da, da, da. And they're fucking having this conversation. And then they're like, oh, wait, why don't we just take it one step at a time and go see the birth of our grandchild first Thank and you. foremost. So then they all go in there. And then Annie and Eric like walk out of there like whew, we did it like, yeah what did you do I, <laughs> it's so stupid it's like you put two unsure families together don't know what they this, want this poor child is now gonna be raised in like fucking turmoil why all you had to do well, was actually, find someone to adopt this fucking I mean, baby actually like you're you're I hear what you're saying when it comes to the turmoil, but like it's the grandparents that can't get behind shit. Like the the dad, the, the baby the, daddy, yeah. basically. Oh right, the boy. He was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go to her." Like there was no doubt. That's true. The there was Eric no doubt. Him. Yeah, that's he's like true. he said, "Just take it easy on my parents, though." Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, "Oh fuck, this guy is like I'm in." Yeah. So he just found out he's having a kid today. Yeah. And is like, let's go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if if that momentum is there between these two, they'll be fine. Grandparents can whatever. And that's true too because as as you're saying, like clearly there it's not like they're just a couple of idiots that fucked once. There's yeah. there's a real love between these there's two. There's a history here. Yeah. I mean, as young as they are, like it's not nothing, you know yeah. what I mean? So you do bring up a good point. It is the parents that are just complicating it and making it ridiculous yeah. and almost like a fucking farcical moment. Yeah. You know? I don't know. It's, I don't nah. get it, though. And, but are we supposed to feel good about the fact that these two, like, teenagers are going to raise this kid? Like, it doesn't make me feel good. I don't know. Like, it doesn't make me happy that, like, they're keeping this baby. Like... I feel like they're not going to be able to support it. That's not good for the kid. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make... I don't know. I have uneasy feelings about it. It's made worse by the fact that... Did you happen to see the x-ray trivia on this one? No. Um, 
at some point in the x-ray trivia, there's like this fucking paragraph that I have to pause to read that apparently Brenda Hampton, old BH herself, um, introduced a lot of these kinds of storylines in seasons nine and 10 to bring, to highlight the idea of adoption because she herself is the adoptive mother of two. And I'm like, this episode is not a fucking PSA for adoption. Yeah. It's the opposite of that. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, like, if that was your goal, you failed. I know. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even get that as a theme or you as can, a message. You can, yeah, you could have shown a woman that is actually giving up the baby has thought it through right. and show the struggle. Good, yeah. No, or finds a good adoptive person yeah. who wants the or kid show the and struggle. is going to take care of the kid yeah. and how it's the right thing to do. Exactly. Or like show the struggle of the of the couple that is trying to get that baby and right. the agency is standing in the way because you hear a lot of this Something. shit too. Right. So Make like, it about adoption as opposed yeah. to the opposite of that. Like what? If, it's so funny that you caught that. and like Right? Isn't that the stupidest thing you've ever heard? And that um, also not shocking for the show. Yeah, oh man, it's truly, truly bonkers. When, when they fail, they feel like oh my god, spectacularly. I know, I know. It's like fireworks fail. <laughs> like fireworks. <laughs> we both evoked the same image for yeah. ourselves. Um, yeah, it's it's a really weird story. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make me feel good. No, it, do- it doesn't sit well with no. with the viewer. I can't imagine someone watching this real time then and like, oh yeah, I felt good about that. Yeah, like, and if they did, why? And for Annie and Eric to have that moment of them, like, just of the two of them, like after all this yeah. craziness, like, like they hug it out. It. Yes, we succeeded. Like, succeeded in what? Ugh. Anyway. Yeah. Anywho. So let's talk about this bird. <laughs> did they even clarify what kind of bird this was? No, it looked like a fucking duck. Man. It did look like a duck. It looked like a duck. It was too big to be a baby. Like, yeah. who are we kidding? Um, it was cute. I mean, whatever. As cute as a bird could be, I guess. <laughs> um, I have no love lost for birds. So Ruthie finds this bird in her backyard. Going, pew, pew. <laughs> Going, mew, mew. And then, <laughs> and then just scoops it up. Never mind what diseases it might be carrying. Yeah. Scoops it up, brings it inside the house. And Annie's like, well, you found it. You got to take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, yeah she's like find its nest bitch it's your responsibility now yeah okay so ruthie's like can't find the nest guess we gotta care for someone it someone needs to drop a baby off at their door and let me see yeah, how they really. handle this they'll just adopt it it's I just know. The camdens so so she's like can't find the nest puts it in a shoe box starts thinking about how and then everyone's all of a sudden on board with this bird yeah there's there's no discussion of like what there's a bird in the house yeah everyone's just like oh yeah the bird ruthie found yeah <laughs> it's just like it's a given now that there's this bird in this mix <laughs> it's so stupid like several people at some point are like yeah how's the bird doing like, yeah what anywho so there's this bird Eric's like, oh, yeah, I'll go to a bait shop, pick up some worms. Yeah. And then she's feeding it the worms and it's like getting worse and she doesn't know why. And finally, 
it comes to a head and they have to take it to the wild animal sanctuary yeah. or whatever where this guy is so snarky yeah, I, I loved it he's like you dumb fucks he's such a dick yeah he's like you fed it worms what's wrong with you it's like no 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 it's better guy. he's like he's like what have y'all been feeding this yeah and kevin's like worms he's like huh that's your first mistake yeah like sorry dude like we don't know he's like birds uh, worms have parasites next time don't feed it at all like, yeah it's like okay sorry at least we didn't kill it we brought it here in time didn't yeah we? And he's like, yeah, it's going to be fine. And then he has the audacity to be like, we run on donations. Donations. Yeah. (laughs) And then fucking Kevin puts a wad of cash in there. (laughs) I'm like, Jesus. Like, what happened to a couple of singles? He's like putting $100 in the fucking donation thing. You're like, "Uh, spread the wealth, bro. Yeah, really. I mean, I get it. You're rich, but really? (laughs) This place? All right. Um. So, and I guess that's supposed to be like a metaphor. The whole bird thing is supposed to be a metaphor about like biting off more than you can chew when it comes to caring for something. I guess. Which is the opposite message of the baby message. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't even serve the same theme. So really, what the fuck are we doing here? I don't know. In this episode. Besides being a hodgepodge of ridiculousness yep. that I cannot stand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And in the midst of all this, what's happening with... Oh, God. The worst part. Harry? Fucking Harry oh. shows up at the church. It's golden boy. I'm happy I found you. Look, I try to get Mrs. Camden to do this, but she won't. Could you tell Ruthie I have another girlfriend? Oh, no. Been there, done that. You you can tell yourself. I don't even know her that well. Well, still, that's a conversation you have to have with Ruthie. Here's the thing. There's a girl in social services who doesn't have a family either. And let's face it, at this age, we're not going to get a family. So we thought we'd just get married. You really think that's a good plan, Harry? You really think it's better to be in social services? I want a family. And if I have to start one of my own, fine. If I can't get a mom and a dad, I'll take a wife. Which means I can't be Ruthie's boyfriend. Sorry. Wow. What a prize. And then especially at the end, whenever he's like, I, like you have to talk to Ruthie, he's like, I don't have enough experience. I'm like, no shit. Like, uh, mm, so many disgusting things. The idea. The very serious idea. Yeah. That is posited by Harry in this moment. That since he can't have a mom and dad, Dad. he'll settle for a wife. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. Like, what? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I'm at a loss. Same. Which almost never happens on the show. But this is weird. I'm at a complete loss. Like, are we supposed to be incredulous at this? I, are we supposed to take him seriously and be like, yeah, I guess it makes sense. <laughs> like, yeah. what, like, what do you want from us, Brenda? Yeah. What is this? I don't know. I don't know. I can't. Like, I don't know. I, I literally don't. I don't have yeah. words like other you, than that's it, wait, folks. Like, like you, that's all she wrote. You, you brought Harry in to be Ruthie's love interest for a couple episodes. 
And this is his arc right Well, here. for one episode. Yeah. And then in the next episode to be all, I want a wife. Yeah. And and to say, I don't even know her all that well. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know her well enough to say that you can't be his, her boyfriend anymore. Yeah. Clearly, you know her better than most, friend. What? What? <laughs> what I just... I'm like literally like I don't know. I, know I almost feel like that's it like there's nothing more to say about there is that. nothing else to say I'm getting all a splitting we need to headache. know is like is like at the end of the episode basically so that happens right and then Martin sees him with a girl and yeah. realizes he's gonna break up with Ruthie and so enlists Kevin and the two of them spend, spend the whole episode like slash worrying about a bird but also slash worrying about how they're gonna tell Ruthie yeah. that Harry doesn't want to be with her anymore mm-hmm. or rather that he's cheating on her I guess yeah and then in the end Ruthie and Harry just both mutually are like we should just be, be friends. friends yeah so the whole thing was just like wasted yeah and led to nothing and honestly i could have done without harry because i didn't learn anything from harry anyway and honestly it was just like aaron carter needs an acting credit so here you go or what like aaron carter needs a sag card here you go aaron carter like what the fuck what the serious fuck i don't know yeah i know also side note Mm. Twice Mary gets mentioned in this episode. Yeah. Did you catch it? Yeah, in the beginning with Simon. Yep. And then and at the end with, with Lucy. Lucy. Which I thought was really cute um, when Lucy and Ruthie are actually yeah. talking about boys. Because before Lucy dropped that line, I was like, oh, this reminds me of her and Mary. I, th- I thought that. I was like, oh, it's kind of cute to see it. And then and then she throws it in there. I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I actually, I didn't really notice it. But so, so they're talking and then... Lucy like takes a pause and Ruthie's like what and she's like nothing it's just nice you and me boys it reminds me and then she takes like a 15 second pause and I was like oh it reminds her of her and Mary and then yeah. she said it and I was like yeah. ugh waste exactly <laughs> like, yeah it's like just go unsaid it's nicer yeah. that way you mm-hmm. know it's like you know be, this show doesn't realize that it's what you don't say that has a bigger impact. Like, yeah. let the silence hang. Let the unsaid words hang. Yeah. Like, let us feel it. Like, this is the most textual show I've ever I seen know, in my I life. Know. It's such a waste. Um, Yeah. Oh, well. You guys, honestly, like, that's all that happens in this fucking episode. Yeah, that- it's, like, such a garbage episode. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Oh, but... Okay, but don't you have a really funny clip between Kevin and uh Oh yeah and Martin. So Martin goes to talk to Kevin, right, yeah. about like lots of things apparently. Mm-hmm. What I'm getting at is maybe I'm not normal. Maybe I'm the only guy in the world who thinks he has to wait until he gets married. What brought this on, Simon? Baseball. I had a bad practice today. And when I thought about it, I realized most guys my age are just fooling around after school, not knocking themselves out just to get yelled at by some dumb coach. You had a bad practice, so now you think you'll completely abandon everything you believe in and go out and do something stupid? Yeah, it does sound kind of dumb when I think about it. Wait a minute. Why'd you have a bad practice? I saw that hairy kid with some girl. Ruthie's going to get her heart broken. I'll kill him. He's pretty tough. (laughs) I'm a cop. He's in social services. I don't think he's afraid of authority figures. We'll see about that. Do you know where this kid lives? Social services. Yeah, right. Finished the floor, I'll be back. No way. <laughs> There's, like, so much that's funny about the scene. Like, one, that 
that they go to a building that has literally a plaque on the wall that says social services. Like, that's not a thing. Yeah. It also looks like the lobby of, like, some, like, apartment building. (laughs) Or, like, some weird, like, Scientology center or something. But, and then the idea, like, the funny line of, like, so you had a bad practice and you just want to abandon everything you ever believed in or whatever. Um, Because what what predicates or what precedes the scene or whatever is... um, Martin goes up to Kevin and is like, so did you and Lucy ever, you know, before yeah. you got married? And Kevin's like, nope, we waited. And he's like, okay, so how about before Lucy? And yeah. that's when Kevin's like, what brought this on? Yeah. You know he has, <laughs> of right? Of course. So it's like, what are you asking, dude? Yeah. Um, so... I mean, that's just a stupid scene, but... And then the whole time Kevin's, like, mopping and vacuuming and shit, so then he hands Martin the mop. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, so I don't know. This episode is just a turd. It's a garbage episode. Yeah, let's just rate it and be done. <laughs> oh well, we know where we stand. <laughs> I'm apparently, I'm so ready. I'm like, there's not. I mean, we could we could mince words, but there's truly nothing more to say. Yeah, two thumbs down. Same, done. so the same. Yeah. If I could, I'd give it five thumbs down. <laughs> Why do I always say five? I don't. Wouldn't know. six make more sense? <laughs> Like, what do I want? Five arms? <laughs> like, I want to be unbalanced? <laughs> like, <laughs> are you making it complicated? Um, so weird. Uh, Aren't we? Till next time. Bye. Bye.